Welcome to TMAC Talks. This is your host, Tracy McDonald. Today we're going to be talking with the author Melissa M. Kraft on the signatures of life, pages 1 through 76. If you have not purchased signatures of life by author Melissa M. Kraft, please reach out, go out to Amazon and pick up your copy now. That's Amazon to reserve your copy now of Signatures of Life by Melissa M. Kraft. Please give a warm welcome to author Melissa M. Kraft. Yay! Melissa, if you're planning a sequel, can you share a tiny bit about your plans for it? Okay, thank you for having me today again. I hope everyone is having a great day. I have been thinking about a sequel to Signatures of Life. I got the title figured out, I think. No voice required. I thought about trying an audio book that will be something new for me, maybe even to actually be the voice behind them too. What is your perfect, what is a perfect day for you? It's different for everyone, but you know the feeling you want. You probably don't even have words to describe it either. That's how I want my book to be all positive, just as perfect as I can get it. Here is a sample of what might be in there. Life's book. We are not the author of our story. God is. We really don't know the outcome. God does. We may choose our adventures. God only knows if we will live through it. We live one one page at a time. A chapter lasts a year. Sometimes wishing we could rewrite, but it's written in gold. We live the pages and chapters as long as God allows. Then when we see then we see loved ones whom we have missed, seeing them in their beauty, showing us the way home. God closes our life's book, but we can never He can never take us out of the hearts out of hearts. All the pain we've endured through the chapters is gone. All the happiness remains in a small someone we knew. But we we are but ghosts lifted from a book, hoping to be mentioned in someone's chapter. Melissa, what is a significant way your book has changed since the first draft? The things I write about. The first one was more about my family. This one is about people who impacted my life. Some I never met, just know part of their story. Some I met once, others I've known my whole life. Melissa, what perspectives or beliefs have challenged you with this work? The, the book really didn't challenge me. Uh, I think my way of writing has changed. It's not all about me. It's about people around me. It's not all about my family. It's about the people, like I said, the people I meet. And I used to think things had to rhyme, and now I know they don't. Melissa, what inspired the idea for your book? The people who I have the pleasure to write about. I will explain more later. Melissa, let's go a deep dive into your book now. Sections, pages 1 through 76. 
I'm very interested to see what direction you're going to lead us to on your second book. September 11th. The stars are out, but no planes fly. At the end of the day, when the U.S. cried. What is this world coming to, some people may ask, after this morning when terrorists attack? 110 stories, two buildings too tall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Two buildings in all were hit today. Who would do this? Who would do something like this? Okay, there is Timothy McVeigh. But more than 10,000 may be dead. Someone is celebrating, someone said. Maybe we had it coming. That's terrible to say. But how many bombs have we dropped thinking it's better that way? Who really done this? Right now, we don't know. They'll be dealt with when they die. God's face, they will never know. So to all who has who have lost those in tragedy, you don't mourn alone. You have my deepest, deepest sympathy in memory of all victims of 9-11. Melissa, September the 11th, a day we'll never forget. Do you recall where you're at on that day and time that the world has been changed forever? I was at home. I knew nothing until my brother came over and said he wanted to see it on a big screen. We had a 55 inch compared to his 20 inch. And then I had to go to work and there was no music on at all. All you heard was news about the who's and what's and when's and where's of that morning. And my one of my coworkers did not know where her brother was. She found her brother I think weeks later, and then another coworker of mine actually had somebody in the uh, the Pentagon when it got hit. He was fine, but you know, of course, shaken. I'm a blanket everyone wants, so I spread out as far as I can. My layers are warm as the sun, as soft as a bunch of cotton balls. And I'm in your favorite color. But most importantly, I'm a material that is very strong. Even though I'm strong, handle with care. I'm a blanket everyone wants to protect them and keep them company. My layers may be warm as the sun. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me out in the sun. I may fade. I may be as soft as cotton balls. Don't step on me. Cotton balls may become flat. I'm your favorite color, so be proud of your blanket. I was made to keep you safe and warm. I'm a blanket that everyone wants in honor of motherhood. When your children are little, they want you here and you, your significant other wants you somewhere else. So I just felt like a blanket that I needed to be everywhere. You can't be everywhere, though, so try, though. This poem is an example of me just being told about this young man who passed away of cancer. I never met him, just wrote about his friend telling me of their treehouse they had growing up. The treehouse. A ladder was built when I was born. Each rung is a step in life. A first word, a first lost tooth. As I grow, so does a ladder. A first crush, a first kiss. Life isn't always fair, though. So these ladders have broken rungs for disappointment and heartbreak. 
When I reach the top of the ladder, there is a beautiful tree house. So this is my home now. Because my ladder is broken, I'm up here with angels watching over you. In memory of Chance H. And this is an example of uh, someone who I knew her entire life, Christina Nicole. On June 29, 1991, Tina and John had a daughter to go with their sons. At 12.42 p.m., Christina Nicole was born. Big brother Bobby tried to do no harm. He helped as much as he could. She's crying again. Then about three years later came Jonathan. Like Bobby, Big Sis tried to help too. He's bothering me again. At the young age, Christina liked to move her feet, dancing to music's beat. So after years of practice and patience, of course, Christina and her studio competed in New York. With some friends and family around, they danced their best for that town. The trip was definitely not wasted. The studio got second place in the nation. Christina has other things she loves to do, like swimming, riding horses, science, and shopping, to name just a few. 16 years has passed for this girl since her very first day in this world. Now the next step for her will be a driver's license and her own car keys. She's hoping for a truck though. Well, whatever it is and wherever you go, be careful driving. Be careful, driving is like dance just like a dance hall. It takes time and practice to know it all. So ha happy 16th to you. Best wishes for your life, whole, for your whole life through. In honor of Christina D. Confused. Do you ever feel like a turtle in a shell that just looked outside to see a world of hell? Each time you try to do something right, something happens to make you all uptight. Did you ever feel like you don't belong? Everything around you seems all kinds of wrong. No matter where you are at, seems like you're a ball to someone's back. Did you ever feel just not yourself, like you're a doll on life's shelf, going through the motions, just waiting for an explosion, not thinking it's real? What you're going, what you're going through, someone else is living it while you're feeling blue. Can't really. Can't really describe what I feel like. All I know is it's kind of fright. A battle with myself, a doll that's on a shelf, but am I the person or the doll? Melissa, do you remember what happened in your life at this moment to bring this story to life? I think everyone at some point in time feels like an outsider. They know they belong, they're just not sure where. When you try to please everyone and end up not pleasing anyone, that's where this poem came to life. I've had many times where this is how I felt. Don't doubt me too. You said you don't doubt me, so I never do. You said don't harm me, so I, so I never nor will I. You said don't judge my faults, so I don't. Just like you, I have a lot. You said treat me with respect, so that's what I do. Now I only ask of you one thing. Can you take your doubtless, harmless self and whatever you do, make me proud?
Enjoy the show. This is a story about a man that teaches auto mechanics. His name is Mr. Mac. This is also a story about a man, another man, that consoles students who have Mr. Mac. Okay, just kidding. These two, there may be others, along with their families, make up the Bob or Dick Incorporated, you see. Now, this business is strictly fun. They get together to shoot the bull or whatever, but they but they won't let you go unless you have a license and a fishing pole. Sometimes MJ and his wife will bring words to life, singing songs to the crew. This is this is what they also do. After the meeting, they say, Good night, Dick, because unless you're a saint, you're probably gonna be lit. So farewell to the house of the rising sun. I'll see you again when my day is done. In honor of Dick M. Melissa, have you had some heard some stories about Mr. Mac? I have. He he was one heck of a guy and one heck of a jokester. I didn't have him as a teacher. But my husband and I are really good friends of his family, and every time we get together, it's just a really good time. Hate it all. I hate my life. I'm not sure I love my wife. I hate my friends. I wish I didn't have them. I hate my family. I wish they they didn't bother me. I hate spending money. I never have plenty. I hate where I work. I have a boss who's a jerk. I hate driving, too. It, make, it takes money for fuel. I hate gold fishing. If I use worms, I have to dig them. My wife pleases me. Okay, she tries. But I hate that because it makes me smile. I hate that I can't take off and go. I love my daughter so. I guess I don't hate it all. Man, I hate that. Melissa, now that his time has passed, do you still hate all those things in your life? If you listen, this person really never hated anything. Just acted like it. Melissa, thank you for joining us for the first half of your Signatures of Life book. Everybody, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been a really smooth session here with Melissa. Looking forward to her on her second part, two of two on Signatures of Life. Be ready for it. If you have not gotten your copy yet, go out to Amazon. Reach out. Everybody knows how to get to Amazon. You can do it. You got five seconds. I bet you get it done. Amazon from Melissa's second book, Signatures of Life. Till the next time, everyone.